baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I think the concern that we had was that the continued flooding of Coldwater Creek, every time it leaves its banks, it can deposit some of the riverbed contamination on the surrounding properties. And obviously the school, which is adjacent to the creek, is no exception. So we went in looking to see if there was flood deposited material on the grounds, and there was some, and also looking to see if some of that had been tracked inside the school uh, things like people's shoes can bring in dust from outside. And in fact, we did examine dust from inside the school and we did find uh, radioactive thorium, which is diagnostic for the Coldwater Creek contamination that we've all probably heard of. I know that you've heard this, but the Army Corps of Engineers, a program manager, Phil Moser, said that the report that was issued by Boston Chemicals not consistent with our accepted evaluation techniques techniques and must be thoroughly vetted to ensure accuracy. Uh, how different are your techniques and what's your reaction to them saying basically that you've got to vet what they're saying for accuracy? Well, you know, it's interesting because we used a certified independent laboratory in Tennessee, uh, Eberline Analytical, and they do work for the Department of Energy, the Department of Defense and others. So it's exactly the same people doing the testing that may well have done some of the Army Corps testing. Uh, what I'd rather see is them repeat the work. This is very typical in science. It's one thing for one person to discover something. But what you really want is for your colleagues to go back in and confirm that they found the same thing. Hopefully, this will lead us down the path of cleaning up the school and some of the other surrounding properties. How do you do that? I mean, there are some amounts of radioactive waste in so many places around the school. Coldwater Creek, as you mentioned. How difficult is this? Well, I'll say this. It certainly would have been a lot easier had the material been disposed of properly in the first place. But that didn't happen, so now we have to go back. It's always harder to clean up a spill than it is to prevent one. But here we are, and that means there needs to be a community-wide program to get this creek cleaned up, or it will make it very difficult to have a permanent cleanup at the school. And certainly... EPA and other government agencies have overseen cleanups like this before. It's not exactly rocket science. We just want to make sure the job gets done quickly so kids can get back to school. Why do the cleanups take so long? Well, part of it is, think of the cleanup workers themselves. They need good data in order to be protected. And the same thing goes with the mission. If you want to do a good cleanup job, you first have to find out what's present. I'm glad we were able to take the first step for the school. But I'm looking forward to, as I said, other people going in. We're happy to work with them, show them what we did, or even sample with the um, Army Corps together if that's what's necessary. But, you know, this waste was deposited decades ago by the Cotter Corporation on Coldwater Creek. And ultimately, Cotter should bear some responsibility for radioactive material in the community. So you know a lot about this contamination. How much of a danger are these students and staff under here uh, if they've been contaminated? 
Well, it's important to note that I'm a doctor of engineering and not yes. a medical doctor. But one thing I do know is that the U.S. EPA says for this kind of radioactive contamination, there isn't really a safe amount kids could be exposed to. The correct amount they should be exposed to is either zero or as close to zero as possible. And so given what you found, and this is a fear that that parents and students have, given what you found, do you just have to tear the school down? Is there no way to really clean it up if what you're saying uh, it, it will be followed that exposure should be zero? Well, of course, the the community and the school district will make their decisions about the best way to go forward. But they do have a lot of options. They include cleaning. They include not using some of the lowest lying areas of the property that might be more likely to be contaminated. And maybe it includes relocating. But again, those are community decisions. And community decisions are always better when there are more people providing data, not fewer. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 